a good Chodesh and a very Chosh of a Chodesh it is. Rosh Chodesh Elul. You always feel like, uh, oh, there's always there's time. There's time until Elul. Still plenty of time. And then all of a sudden there's Rosh Chodesh Elul. Um, this year, Hashem has been especially kind to us by giving us one wake-up call after another. We've spoken about the on certainly we've never experienced anything like this, and uh, I think many generations haven't, where. You know, there's such a strange world to live in. Shuls all closed down for months. People spending Pesach at home, uh, not being able to go to shul. Um, then we were zocha to some, to some makas. Um, some more Marcus Mitzrayim, we had some we had some wild people looting here and uh, some terrifying times. Um, and then just this past week we had a tornado land in our neighborhood. Now tornadoes are not so uncommon in the Midwest. But they are very uncommon to land in an urban area, and specifically, literally, two blocks away from here is where it landed. Um, and um, those that those of you that haven't been to Rogers Park, the park on on Jarlath and and uh, and Rockwell. In Washington, in Washington, right? Uh, it, the place looks like a bomb hit it. Now, Baruch Hashem, in all these instances, with Corona, Baruch Hashem, our community has more or less been spared. More, I say more or less because there were... Two pterus in the in, in the community here is terrible loss, but uh, relatively speaking, this is not exactly the bubonic plague or, or or a cholera outbreak or something like that. So it's been with with a tremendous rachamim, and here also with the tornado landing, Hashem, it landed in in the park empty, uh, where and uh, and uh, there were not too many too much damage. To people done, to people to property done. So I decided you have to, you can't just sit by idly. You have to go. I went to that park, and it was a park that I that I have walked around a lot. It's a place where if, if I have a long phone call or or whatever it is, a conversation with someone, so I, so I, so I would go walking around over there and looking at those trees. As you're walking out, you couldn't help but notice these enormous trees. They were enormous. Gi- gigantic trees, and and I would be in a spoil on the on the on the on the Nivlo Sabore that 
you know, the, these these giant things that next to them were like ants. And then after the tornado, you go there, and these giants are fallen over on their faces, fallen over, uprooted from the ground. Person, if a person doesn't take a Musra Haskell from such a thing happening, from such a thing landing in his own backyard, no level of a shofar is going to wake him up. So the question is, what is the, what is the lesson that we can learn? L'chayre, it's a Mufurish Mishnah Perkiavus. The Mishnah says that Rabbi Elizabeth Nazariah says, every person, if his wisdom is greater than his deeds, he's like a tree whose branches are greater than its roots. And when a strong wind will come along, it'll throw him down his face. When a challenge in life comes along, All of a sudden, all these huge trees are going to be uprooted because the roots are not deep enough. The branches are big. And the branches obviously catch all that wind. And they go falling down. And the Mishnah Perkavis is telling us that when you see a giant tree with big branches and small roots get thrown over onto the ground... What you should be thinking is about a person whose chokhmah is greater than his maisim. I want to talk about what that means and how it connects to Elul. Maisim is the etzim adam. When we daven, there's a halacha that a person has to daven by, by speaking. You can't just sit and think. You can't sit and feel. You have to speak the words. Now you speak softly, but you do have to speak. And the reason is because the the the, the real Adam, the real me, is is here. It's not here. And so I have to speak. If I'm speaking, it's me. If I'm thinking, that's 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 a a space cadet, it's an it's ab- abstract thought that's, that's separate from me. A person could be thinking one thing, but then doing something else. So, the Chochmah, that we're talking about over here, just abstract thought, is a good thing. Branches are good, because branches bring in sunlight, which gives... Energy to the, to the roots to grow and to draw nutrition and, and, and everything, but at the end of the day, the real strength of the tree is determined by its roots, and so too the real strength of a person is determined who you really are. Is when you put to the test. What are you going to do when when you have to do this thing? Are you going to do it or are you not going to do it? It's very nice to sit around and talk and uh, and. Uh, be all smart, but is it real by you or not? That's the question. And that ties very much into Elul. 
the first Mishnah in Rosh Hashanah, the second Rosh Hashanah says, Arba Rosh Hashanah. There are four Rosh Hashanah. And Elul is Rosh Hashanah Lemaiser Behema. Technically speaking, it means that when, when you when you have to count how many um, you know and you have to give you have to give Meister Behema one tenth of, of, of all the new of all the new animals. So you give from this year you don't mix from one year to the next. But L is the cutoff. But obviously, Rav Tzadok Hakoin points out that if it's a Rosh Hashanah lebehema. It, uh, to Meiser Behemus, it means that there's something spiritual happening on this day, on Rosh Chodesh El. That something which is fit, that on this day, animals become, become Kaddish. Meaning, every, every tenth animal, every tenth of a new animal, is, is going is to become desecrated, is going to become uh, sanctified. So it means there's, there's a koach to elevate the physical, to elevate the behemi. And the truth is that there's a behemi in all of us. There's an animal in all of us. And that's like what we said, that's, 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 the, that's the body, that's the drive, that's the, that's the, that's the to a certain extent, the cheshek. The yearning, these are all, these are all the, 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 the animal inside of us. And on top of that animal, there is this beautiful intellect that thinks and, and dreams and whatever. But, if, but, if the, but the morale says that the power of the various parts of a person can be seen as described in the in the statue in in uh, in Daniel's dream where the, the the golden head and the silver chest and the bronze belly and legs that are made out of iron and so the moral is bothered because he, he explains that Yavan is connected the seichel, connected the head, and Yavan is is bronze. So why is gold, which is bubble, Nebuchadnezzar, why is that on the head? He says no. In this statue, we're showing the relative powers that drive a person. The most powerful thing that's on top is is, the, is Nebuchadnezzar. That's gold. That's pride. That's gaiva. That that's what gold stands for. And then after that comes silver, which is Taiva. That's Akashverish. That's a much more powerful empire. The most powerful empire was Nebuchadnezzar. Second less powerful than that was Akashverish. And the least powerful was the Yivonim. So although the Seichel, says the Maral, is the loftiest of what we have, but it's the weakest in determining our actions. And the most powerful thing in determining our actions is our emotions and our tithes. And that's why, says Rav Tzodok, that before you can come to Rosh Hashanah and to Yom Kippur, where you're going to be trying to do very refined, very lofty, very high things, 
you first have to go through Chodesh Elul. Go through the month of Elul where we elevate the behema in us. Where we take, when we take a Maiser behema, where the behema, we, we can elevate and make Kaddish. How do you make a behema Kaddish? What's a behema? A behema, an animal, is when, when a person behaves like an animal. What is that? So the Gemara says that's a sota. The wayward woman. Gemara says, why does the sota bring a carbon of barley? Barley's animal food. Everybody else brings uh, wheat, which is human food. So answer is, since she behaved like a behema, she behaved like an animal, she went after her tithes, so she brings a carbon of sorin, of, of barley. Tadek says what that means is, not just that it's disparaging to her, but the answer is she must now elevate her tithes, her physical yearning, her physical drive. She has to elevate those. She has to take this Michael Behema and she has to bring it as a mincha. She has to elevate it. And that's what Elul is about. Elul is a, is, is a, is a process where we have to pre- prepare ourselves to be Mamlech Hashem, but the way you have to do it is not to be a space cadet and to be thinking lofty things in Rosh Hashanah, but, but meantime, my, my animal inside of me is just as passionate about all the tithes of Olam Azeh, all the, all the things that drive uh, an animal, physical pleasure and chemda, the desire, but rather, a person has to work on converting that taiva and that chemda to chedvasa to the shmaisa, to the joy, to the yearning that the Jewish people have inside of themselves to connect to the Torah HaKadosha. Chazal say that when the Anshik Nesagdola banished the Yitzhahara for Avodah Zorah, they also thought to ban the Yitzhahara for, for Gila Rice, for Taiva, for promiscuous behavior. And then they understood that you can't do that because you'll take away the entire drive of what we have in our Vodas Hashem. And this brings us back to the trees that we're talking about. It has to be real with me. It can't just stay as a Chochmah. It has to become a Maisim, means that just like a person, you don't have to convince him, you don't have to inspire him to have a taiva for something. He has a taiva for something because that's who, that's who he is. That's what he wants. This is, this is in, in the Kishkas. person has to work to take that Chochmah, when we say that the Mishnah in Perkavos is saying that a person's, my, a person's chokhmah shouldn't be greater than his Maisim. It means the things that I'm learning should be translated into my Maisim. We don't mean Maisim of, oh, so go and do another robotic action. That's not the Maisim that we're talking about. The Maisim means that this is the real definition of who I am. This is my life. This is who I am. That's what it means it's, it's your Maisim. It means when someone wakes you up in the middle of the night, that's what you want. And that's what this month is to work on. To month to work on the geschmack in learning. Grabbing that, grabbing that extra 
mitzvah, grabbing that extra five or ten minutes to learn, with excitement, with a passion, where it becomes the real me, not just walking around with these big branches, with all these ideas in my head, but really the reality is very shallow, it's inch thick, in inch deep roots, because we've all seen tremendous winds coming along, shaking, corona, looters, chaos, anarchy out there, tornado. And we understand that we have to make Yiddishkeit real. We have to make that the, the, the yearning, the desire that we have is for Kirvas Elokim, and then Bez Hashem, El will be, Anila Dodi Vidodi Li, like as I'll say, will be Zoha to be prepared and ready for all those higher Madrigas of Roshan and Yom Kippur Bez Hashem.